Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, very quickly, I want to go back to the Genesis Invitational that Chris just mentioned right there. My oldest went out on Saturday. He's relatively new to golf. Like he's st- he started playing golf during the pandemic. Like he had no interest in it. It's one of the few things you could actually get outside yeah. and do. And he's got the bug bad. He went out with the three of his buddies on Saturday to watch Tiger. And he comes back. He's like, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. And he was so fired up for it that Tiger Woods has never been Tiger Woods in his lifetime of paying attention to this kind of stuff, right? That Tiger still has that kind of pull for guys that are not huge, like tell they like to play golf, but they don't watch golf on TV, right? They're not sitting down and breaking down equipment and all these sort of stuff. But that Tiger was still, I want to go see Tiger Woods this weekend. We don't get a lot of guys like that, much less guys that are well past their prime that can still draw a crowd like that. Yeah. It was a sea of people out there. Certain very rare athletes have this. Like my daughter, when she was little, she used to see me watching Laker games because, you know, I didn't travel with the team. So if it was a road game, I, I was at home watching it. And, she, you know, she was maybe three, something like three or four, which is around 2014, 2015. So this is the tail end of Kobe's career. Okay. When, you know, he's missing a lot of games. When he does play, he's clearly not Kobe of before. But a lot of times he's just on the bench. And I remember my daughter when she was little – she started noticing that they kept panning over to Kobe. So she asked me, who is he? And I explained Kobe's career and all that. And she became and still is like fascinated by Kobe. And to your point where you were talking about with your oldest, this was during a period where she never saw Kobe even close to Kobe. But she could recognize like importance. And I, I think that's the case with and your magnetism. Son. Yes, and just that that thing that yes. is impossible to define. But the second you see it, like oh, no, he's got it. And you second you see another guy, he doesn't have it. Like it she, just comes off of. She guys. is a Kobe fan who, for all intents and purposes, never saw Kobe play. Yeah, it it, it was really something. I was flipping around last night watching uh, Netflix and. I saw the full swing documentary that, you know, the guys that did Drive to Survive, which I loved, got kind of got me into F1, and I didn't know anything about it. And I'm like, okay, I like this guy. I don't like this guy. I'm rooting for this team, not that team. Kind of brought me in. I follow golf, okay? I, I watch golf. I like golf. Watched a couple of episodes out. I'm like, this is so boring. <laughs> and, and it's just because there isn't anybody in that show, at least through the first two episodes that I've watched, like, Justin Thomas seems like a very nice guy. Jordan Spieth, nice guy. Brooks Kepa's kind of maybe not, but <laughs> but it's like none of them were watchable. It's right. like they're they're great athletes and they're great golfers, but there wasn't. I need to see what happens to this guy next. There was none of that. And then there's this nearly fifty year old guy walking around on one leg that's got thirty thousand people following him. I mean, it does. It doesn't take much to know who other people care about. Yeah, and you and you could tell. I mean, I, I've been, I told you, the one golf match I've ever been to, like the only tournament I've ever been to was years ago at Riviera, and Tiger was basically the Pied Piper. Like, galleries were moving yep. hole to hole with him. I've never seen anything like that before, and I'm told that's unusual. It is. Usually people are stationary. Usually you pick a spot, set up shop, and you watch everybody right. come through. People were just going with Tiger. And, again, it speaks to just the rare breed that he was. All right. So, LeBron 
hurt his finger in the all-star game i don't think so i don't think so he said it's no big deal he'll be fine he'll be ready to go um i mean mike malone after the game and mike malone knows lebron very well because he used to coach lebron in cleveland he was on the staff when he was talking after the game he said you know nobody got hurt yeah i I think mike malone's read is probably lebron did a bunch of handshakes and like high fives and all this different stuff with the same hand that supposedly was hurt. Like I, I wish <laughs> he's he fine. Just, I wish he just said like DNP old. Yeah, look, I went out there, I played a yeah. little bit, broke gave a sweat. Guys, I gave you guys a dunk off the backboard. Yes. Yes. Lay off. That's fine. I'm and sitting. Here's what it is. I'm gonna watch the rest. I don't over here. scare Laker fans. Yeah, exactly right. Um, he also said that the Lakers getting ready when they come back from their all-star break. And they, of course, will open up with uh, the Golden State Warriors on Thursday. He said that that is the start of 23 of the most important games of his career. 23 of the most important games of my career for a regular season. It's the type of mindset that I, that I have and um, I hope the guys will have coming back off the break. I want to make a push to make the playoffs. I don't want to see myself not being part of the postseason for two years straight. It's just not part of my DNA. You know, we sit up here talking about the record and things of that nature. and That's all cool, but I'm more passionate about trying to make the postseason and give ourselves a chance to compete for another Larry O'Brien trophy. So that's just who I am. That's what I'm cut from. You know, figure out a way to just make sure I'm available on the floor every single night for these 23 games. Do you think that's him motivating himself because Emily brought this up this morning I thought it was pretty smart which was is that directed at somebody is that is that directed at some bodies in in other words hey listen this is we're getting ready to go into something that I don't miss the playoffs two years in a row do you know who the hell I am do you know what I'm about do you know what my legacy in this league is and I'm going to approach these things like it is the most important 23 games y'all better get on board with this as well was that more to outward as opposed to inward um I imagine it's both I mean I I imagine it's LeBron projecting how he actually feels because it wouldn't just be two years in a row it would be three of the five years he's been with the Lakers. And and one of the two that counted was really quick. It was right. play in and then sayonara. Right. They played six games. And then the one extended run was not in front of the L.A. fans and was very specific and unusual. And I don't mean that in an asterisk way. Sure. But it was specific and unusual. I think there is some degree of motivation that is just required when you're at LeBron's age. And, you know, to really get this geared up. But, yeah, it's to the rest of these guys. Like, what they're attempting to do is hard. They have to make up a lot of ground in a short amount of time. They have to get a bunch of new pieces on the same page quickly. I'm sure it is a message. And with all of the other little, you know, it's the All-Star game. There's always all sorts of weird stories that come out. And and we kind of hear what we want to hear. And we can take something and turn it into something. But... There was a lot of Anthony Davis is his future in L.A. Is it somewhere else? Is Kyrie Irving ultimately going to come to the Lakers and LeBron? All of those things that that keep bubbling up, keep bubbling up, right? So I wonder if this isn't because LeBron, for all of the wonderful things he is, the other thing he is, he's passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And 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 he doesn't just say what's on his mind. He drops breadcrumbs and leaves them for interpretation and plausible deniability afterwards. This could be very easy. Dude, these are the most 23-point games of your career. These 23 games for you are going to prevent me from going to where I I know what I'm going to do. I'm averaging 30 a night. I play you know, more often than I don't. I'm still playing at a very high level. You don't need to worry about me. I go to the playoffs. I am LeBron James. I do have four championships right down the line. You over there... Your 23-game run that's coming up is the most important 23 games of your career. Well, I mean, 
if you're looking for the upside, AD's last game before the All-Star break, he was a monster. He was great. AD was fantastic mm-hmm. in that game against the Pelicans. But he needs to be like that more often. Like his overall, his return since that injury has been underwhelming. He hasn't been bad necessarily, but he's been underwhelming. No, but he hasn't been Anthony Davis. Right. They yeah. need they need him to be much closer to the dude that was playing at an MVP level. Like, if not that good, maybe a shade lower. And that's it. It's, it's so Taylor, the reason I looked at Taylor right there is th- this was something that I brought up couple months ago and then it immediately happened so i'm hoping it's not a a one plus one thing here do it again but but (laughs) look this was what i said when he was having that run and i said how when do you buy it when do you buy that okay this is what he is again as opposed to this is a nice two-week stretch three-week stretch four-week stretch how many in a row do you need to see before you can kind of exhale and not worry about okay is this just him on the on the peak before he goes back down in the valley is this the peak before he gets hurt again because there's really not in my opinion there's nothing he can do to convince me that he's Anthony Davis from the bubble short of playing a full season like Anthony Davis from the bubble well the the injury part of it is the injury part of it and that's an element that's beyond his control and i don't question whether guys can be on the court or not like it's one of the few things I will not do because a I'm not their doctor, their therapist. I'm not questioning his and B, ability. B most to play guys want to play. I, I I agree with both of those things, but the fact of the matter is he right. misses a ton of time. Right. I'm not blaming anybody. Sure. I'm just saying he misses a right. lot of time. The injury thing is outside of his control. Like his body is his body. He can't make his body different. He can't make it heal quicker. The part about just the internal making himself be this version, like demanding it of himself. The thing that does give me some optimism is this stretch that we saw right before he got hurt. He seemed to be really enjoying it. Like, he really seemed to enjoy the idea of Anthony Davis, destroyer of all worlds. Like, he seemed to be actually relishing playing at that level. And maybe the underwhelming start was more just him getting his timing back, him not having LeBron occasionally for some of it, like... You know, LeBron helps him be that version of himself. Maybe it's just legs, timing, whatever. But he seemed to really, really like it. Hopefully he rediscovers that. I I hope that's what it is, but I'm going to go with two years of it not being that's what it is. That seems more likely than a couple of months. Love to be wrong. Love to see him go through the remaining 23 games like they're the most important 23 of his career. Russell Westbrook has 21 games. With the Clippers. Really? Really? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of 
ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Slee was horrified when he found out I sit in the front seat of an Uber. Is that as weird as he thought it was? It's a little weird. Is it? It's I don't a little fit aggr- in the back seat. It's a little aggressive. Because most, not most, a lot of Ubers are like Corollas and Priuses and smaller cars. It's not really good. It's an, an option. It's because of your back seat, ironically. I, I always ask. <laughs> I can see what you did there. <laughs> I always ask, but as I'm opening the front door and sitting down, <laughs> mind if I sit up here? Boom. But here's the problem, too. It's the same size that makes you unable to fit in the back seat that also makes you too intimidating to say no to. Perfect. And it all works out for like, me. Like this, yeah. this poor unsuspecting Uber driver. I don't do it to women I, that, because that, that's, that's not cool. But if it's a dude, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sit up here. And, unless it's the only time I ever got a no, you need to get in the back was like peak pandemic when they oh, were freaked uh, out. Emily's driving the Uber. You can't because she can move the She'll whole car. She'll just push the whole damn car out of the <laughs> like, way. She'll just, Emily, by the way, I'm not the only one that needs more details. E-Money and Napa says uh, you should add to your dating profile. I can push cars out of the way. Hear me roar. So I, 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 I do think it is a rather, put it this way. If you were flipping through, I don't know how the the apps work, but if I were going through and I saw I'm strong enough to move parked cars, it would stop me and I I would be looking. I would be very, very curious to see what that means. You've drastically underrated. (laughs) I don't don't know. I think that it was... I think that it was just, I, it was everything was happening so fast. And I was so mad. I think I was just blinded by everything. And I think that my, my roommate having nothing to say about it either, like, Emily, maybe don't push the car. Like, Emily, maybe don't do these things. Was she trying to talk you out of it? No, I th- she was just kind of like getting, she was close to her car because she was trying to move it because she had to move out of her thing first. I also, I mean, this is, doesn't have to do with me moving the car, but how do you even get someone's car towed? Like that's not the city. Like I don't know. Like where even I would call I would guess, or go. I, I don't know. I would guess there are signs on your street with that number somewhere. Yeah, probably. But either way, it's just I. I was in a point of desperation. I didn't know what to do. So it, I think it was just more of a. I don't have. I don't have the details because I was in such a blind rage that there is hard for me to sort things. Did committing out. an act of vandalism ever cross your mind? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. I. I wasn't. I, I would say I wasn't very. Um. Soft with the, with the trash cans while I was moving them, I might have you know grazed the size of, side of their car. Okay. But it's fine. It's just it's it's your it's their fault. Whoever. I, so here's the part I don't get. She she comes out and finds a car blocking her driveway. She can't get out. You, your your theory is that whoever left the car there may have been drinking, and that's why it wasn't in gear, et cetera, et cetera. Perhaps, but let's just for the sake of discussion assume that. It was just a conscious decision. It's the only place I can find a park, and I'm just going to block these people's driveway. Who does that? Or at the very, very least, if you do it, stick a note on your car saying, listen, like call me Call me the second you need this move. I'll run right down. Maybe Okay. Maybe there's a chance that this person... I don't know. Didn't see. Didn't see the cars there. Thought that they were parking along the street. You also can't miss that this is a parking. Uh, uh, this is the driveway. A driveway. Because there's two large palms trees that line our driveway. So it's like there's not like it's 
There's no way that you can miss that this is part of a driveway exit, and there are two cars parked in the driveway. It's not also like there's an empty driveway either. I, again, I'm My street go- is crazy. I'm going with had been drinking, which is doubly bad because A, inconsiderate, B, driving drunk. Sure. Yes. Like, and the street is interesting. I also was like, maybe I should have like checked outside and looked at the window when I heard things rumbling. But also, there's a lot of riffraff on that street. I don't know if I want to see everything. So let, let's say you come home from work today. The car is still where you pushed it to. Okay, It hasn't moved. You're walking into your house or you're in your front. You see the owner of the car go to their car. Do you come out and say something? I'd probably just be like, hey, yo, never do that again. Please don't block our driveway. Otherwise, I will call a tow truck. There's not a please necessary. Yes. <laughs> you do not need to say please. I I, yeah. I, I would But I be... also don't... People, if I'm walking out of my home, they know where I live. And I don't need but to... But you, they yeah. also know that you were strong enough to move their car by yourself. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think there's going to be a ton of people looking to... Next time I'm going to pick up your car and I'm going to leave it on your driveway. I'm just going to dump it there. <laughs> I'm going to push it all the way down the street. I'm going to do it like um like what they do in football. Oh, like the blocking sled? Yes, the sled. <laughs> yes. I call up to Marco and I have him help me too. There you go. There you go. It's uh it's it's a good story if nothing else that she's got that kind of power. I'm deeply deeply impressed. Strike Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, you're on with Trav and Andy. What's up, Ken? Uh, hi guys. Um, by the way, Emily. The other guy could get a ticket. You actually could get arrested. So just want to let you know the difference between those two little acts. Get arrested um, for what? Because she moved somebody else's car. It was parked illegally. She only moved it a few feet. Well, I'm just telling arrested you. Arrested for uh, what? Here in, here in Newport, if somebody moved somebody else's car without their permission, they would actually get arrested. But maybe but Newport. If they're already parking illegally, I think that that's kind of stacking on it. But regardless, Ken, what did you call for? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. The reason I call this, you guys are really good in describing my feelings on LeBron. If he finishes 15 to 8, he's in the playoffs, and he's positive for his five years. If he finishes 8 and 15, he's not in the playoffs, and he's basically become a 500 player. Five years with the Lakers for two hundred fifty million. This is really important to him. It's really important to me and all our Laker fans. And I certainly hope that fifteen and eight is the number he gets, or I'm not going to be happy. I mean, five hundred in and of itself was underwhelming compared to what people expected when they brought in LeBron. Oh, for sure. I mean, when he came in, you thought that yeah, that, that first year, because he was playing with a bunch of very young, inexperienced players, it was kind of, okay, let's see what this is. And then when they made the deal for Davis and it hit right away, you thought, all right, this is, at worst, this is going to be a three- or a four-year run where yeah. they're in it every single year. Yeah. I mean, it, the expectation like was by now that Anthony Davis would be the prime offensive force of this team and LeBron would be the one steering it. Mm-hmm. Hasn't happened. It well, not even close. It the opposite. I don't know if it's the opposite, but this team has basically become LeBron James needs to be superhuman for them to be five games under five hundred. That that that's what it has been. That as good as he's been, this is not like what did you say? It was 07 when they went to the finals with against the Spurs when he yeah. was in Cleveland. Yeah. Where he was just so amazing, otherworldly amazing. You could put him together with a cast of characters that were just me- modestly skilled to be generous and go to the NBA finals. Yeah. 
he can't do that anymore. He can still give you 30. He can still do all these other things. He can, he has to get help, whether that's from D'Angelo Russell or Anthony Davis or whoever. You're going to need to support him, but he's still clearly the best player on the team. He's still clearly the future of this team. Anthony Davis's future with this team is, I don't know. And I don't mean that like, I don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody can give you a good read on, is he going to be the guy? I don't know. Could he be? Yeah. Could he absolutely continue to do this? Absolutely he could. I don't know. The Lakers don't know. It is as far as LeBron is going to take him, plus what version of Anthony Davis you get. Well, the good news is, though, they have a much better cast now around LeBron and AD than they had before the deadline. Like Whether it's enough to make up the hole that they dug themselves from literally game one to where we are right now remains to be seen. But this roster makes much more sense. It it's much more balanced. It has much more skills that we're missing. They're in a better place to try it. They're in a better place to try it. But are this is this was my concern all along, and you've said this before that they are better set up not just for the for today, but also going into next year. They have various paths that they could try to walk down, and all of them are moderately appealing. Before, they were kind of just, let's just throw stuff against the wall and see what happens. I don't know if they're just in the exact same spot they've been right now. And again, we haven't seen enough of this group. But let's say they – because if they win 15 games, they'd be 42-40 and 40 at the end of the season, okay? That's a pretty good run to close the show. That gets you a little bit excited going into – but let's say it's more like a 500 squad, right? That it just – you win one, you lose one, kind of back and forth. Then you're just kind of where you were anyway, only you're – the, the 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 floor is a little bit higher along the way, and what have you really done? We we have to figure this thing out. But again, it keeps coming back to Anthony Davis. If he's really good, then everything LeBron's given you is good enough. If he's not, it doesn't matter. I think if Anthony Davis is really good, they will be better than just five hundred. That's my guess. Is assuming everyone else stays healthy, LeBron stays healthy. If AD is closer to the MVP version that we saw during the stretch, they will be better than 500. So 28 and 29 is the 10th spot right now. So let's just round it off and say that it's 500. It's close enough, right? You got to win 41 games. They need to win 14 of their remaining 23 games. 14 and 9 is significantly better than 500. Well, the good here's the good news, though, as far as the Lakers with the play-in, playoffs, whatever. If they manage to get themselves into the play-in, much less somehow get themselves to the sixth seed, but let's mm-hmm. just say play-in, that is basically impossible to happen unless they're playing well. Like They actually have to be playing pretty well in order to get themselves in the play-in mix. If they get themselves in the play-in mix, then all of a sudden you can actually feel reasonably good that they can win two games if they need to because it's impossible to... Unless the bottom just falls out for all these other teams, it's basically impossible for them to do it without playing well. No, they, they even if they play well, they're still going to need a little bit of help. Absolutely, along the way. even if they're that that fourteen win team to get you to five hundred, right? You're going to need two of the three or four sure. teams in front of you to really kind of let go of the road. But the point being, though, they can't just tread no. water and make it. They have to play well. No. If they tread water, they're five games under five hundred, not going right. anywhere. Exactly. That, that's simply not good enough. All right. Russell Westbrook is a clipper? No, really. He is. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So we got the team name. The Travenslee Pickleball team name is Thick Van Exel. We're going with that. That is a combination of a listener suggestion and a Mario tweak, which is just absolutely perfect. Of course, we're talking about our inaugural Pickleball Madness Tournament, which is coming up March 18th at Agape Pickleball Center, Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. It is from 10 in the morning until 4 in the afternoon. Reserve seating is still available. You can go to ESPNLA.com to register. All the playing spots have been taken, but the event is open to the public. Big thanks to Johnsonville, Hoffy, and Zico Coconut Water. And if you're thinking, well, you know, yeah, yeah, you guys are going to be playing pickleball, but what else? There's a ton of what else. TVs to watch all the college basketball game. Pop a shot. Pickleball demos and lessons. Bring your kids out. There's a kid zone. There's a beer garden. Complimentary food and drinks. There's live music, live DJ, entertainment, prizes and giveaways, plus a 360 photo opportunity and more. What else could you want, Andy? It's going to be fun. It's going to be super, super fun. Are you are, are you taking the chalk as far as the ESPN groups go that DeMarco and Kirk are the team to beat among all of us? When in doubt, bet on the best athletes. Yes. Those are those guys. I mean, between that and the fact that I don't know if anybody else at the station actually plays pickleball regularly. So I guess Ron Mitchell, who was the rigger in the softball game, came in and pitched uh, Team Mason to a victory after this happened. Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep! But Ron Mitchell was the closer and was very, very good in it. Apparently he's a player. Apparently he's a regular pickleball participant. So whoever Ron is paired up with may be a, a sneaky contender. I should ditch Brian. <laughs> go, go get recruit Ron. Hitch my wagon to Ron. <laughs> it's not a bad deal. I, I'm on a bit of a, of a winning streak. One and and oh. Softball <laughs> game into this. So yeah, I no unf- Mandy's. Then we started a winning streak of one, and now I need it at the pickleball. I unfortunately was not able to participate in the softball game. But well, I heard it was a lot of fun. It was super fun. Watch Emily's face when I play this. Ready? Does Travis go deep? Travis goes deep. Okay, so the team was just bunting the whole time, and like, does Travis go, go deep? <laughs> Travis goes deep. What? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Careful, Trav. She'll move your car. Exactly. <laughs> Where did my car go? She put it in the Staples Center lot across the street. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I look, push it up the up the LA Live thing. Okay. Look between you and me, right, Emily? Just the two of us. You notice that I have never endorsed the let's take a bunch of walks situation, right? No, you, you, I, I know that's how you believe, but you also won, and so you're not going to take Does back Travis go win. deep? Travis goes deep! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I can't wait for the next sounder after the pickleball event. Yeah, Travis, I, 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 Travis knocks it out. Travis breaks his ankle. He snaps his Achilles. He dislocated his spine. These could all be played pickleball by pickleball. Feels, pickleball feels pretty low injury. 
Like low impact. Uh, maybe. Look, here's the thing. Like if you were in shape and you were an, a relatively fit, active person, I think the odds of an injury are low. Very, very low. If you are radio hosts who never move, and now all of a sudden you try to make a quick move left or right or jump unexpectedly, injuries are in play. Okay, beyond those strained muscles, that sort of thing. Toward Achilles, broken ankles. Really? Oh, sure. Really? Look, I, ACLs. In, in order of things that I want to have happen, I do not want to be the first 710 team out, and I want to be able to walk out of there to my car at the end of the night. That's it. Though beyond that, everything else is gravy. I remember when we did the seven ten celebrity basketball game. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a good basketball player, but I wanted I wanted to find a way to contribute to the team. So I decided that I would be like the the dirty work guy. <laughs> that I would be the guy that dove for loose balls and did that. And like I came home and I had like a few cuts on me. Oh, yeah. Like I just skin I remember my wife was like, What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Like what? What is the matter with you? I was icing up for two or three days. <laughs> it was, I realized then, like, what? Not worth it. Like Homer Simpson says, never try. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first mistake that you made. Russell Westbrook is going to be a Clipper. Um, I, I, I guess I, I'm intellectually intrigued. I am talk show host, incredibly intrigued, but the basketball sports fan part of my brain, and I don't care if the Clippers win or not, it's, you know, if the Lakers aren't in it, I lose interest really quickly on who else is in it. I just don't see this as a thing that is going to make them a much better team. If you were just doing it on, hey, let's throw something against the wall and maybe you catch lightning in a bottle and it's better than anybody thought, okay. But what Russell Westbrook does, which is play really fast, doesn't shoot particularly well, not a great defender, can find some open guys in transition and can, you know maybe create here and there. I don't know if that's exactly what the Clippers need. I can't even put my finger on exactly what it is the Clippers need. I think they're pretty good, but I don't think that Russell Westbrook is – like when Kevin Durant obviously goes to Phoenix, it's, oh boy, okay. This was more like, really? Well, that's what you're going to do? They have thought – if nothing else, that they need an actual point guard. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, it's been something that they've been rumored to be looking for for the last few years. You know, Reggie Jackson had some peaks there, but down the stretch was not playing well for them. They brought in John Wall. That did not work for them at all. The, Terrence Mann has been doing it okay, but he is not a true point guard. Paul George has been a point forward for them, but he's not a true point guard. And it's something that they have felt that they were lacking. Russell Westbrook actually is a point guard. They also have shooting. They are a good shooting team. Yes. Particularly their stars are good shooters. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are both good outside shooters. So them spacing the floor just by themselves, that's going to have gravity. And you can actually put them out there in ways where if they get the balls, you're not automatically just using them as catch-and-shoot options. They can get kickouts and then drive or whatever. But there's there are things that they can do spaced out there that you wouldn't necessarily be looking for from LeBron or AD. Like, there are all sorts of reasons this ain't going to work. Sure. Like, you don't have to think hard for the reasons why it's going to be a problem. Not the least, least blendable player be number one on that right. list. And you're under the gun to make it work. I'm just saying there are basketball reasons where you could say, I understand the thought process. I don't know if this is a basketball reason, but I, it, it's... When you look at the Western Conference, there are a handful of good teams, but I don't think anybody's great. 
I don't I don't think anybody's a lot better than everyone else. Like for the last just generally speaking, the last ten years or so, you had to beat the Warriors. Like you, you needed to beat the Warriors to be the Western Conference representative, and not everybody was particularly successful at doing that. Um this does not feel like that. It's certainly not the Warriors at this point. Denver's at the top of the pile, but I don't know if anybody's terrified of playing the Denver Nuggets in a seven-game series. The Clippers are good. Memphis is good. Dallas, is is they, their schedule's really easy down the stretch, so I think that they're going to move up through the standings. But the Clippers, I, I don't hate the let's try it, and if it doesn't work, we can rip the Band-Aid off just as quickly as we put it on. Because why not? In the Western Conference, it's kind of wide open. Yeah, it absolutely is wide open. There's no definitive favorite. And if they feel like there has been this element – holding us back and there's it's not like it's not like they passed over somebody more obvious to bring in Russ like the worst thing that'll happen is they waste time trying to make this thing work with Russ as opposed to just getting the best version of themselves pre-Russ like the idea that he become let's say he's unhappy with whatever his role is and you know he starts creating locker room problems he's too easily cut like that that's a that's a simple problem to solve you cut the guy and it's over. Yeah, it, it's not the Laker problem where to get him out was expensive to right. move. Right. It was out. either going to be expensive or you had to figure out the type of trade that frankly, Rob Palinka did an incredible job. He did. He, like being able to get three NBA players, you know, that could be of interest with them moving forward, only giving up one protected first round pick, that's pretty incredible. The Laker fans reaction if Russell Westbrook does work with the Clippers would be amazing. Oh, God. because they they would hold him personally responsible that his effort had changed or whatever it is that the 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 Laker fans that are not Team Russ that wanted him out shortly after his arrival if he goes with two other stars and blends but in. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: unless Russ changes. They're not actually going to blame Russ because Russ will have done the exact same thing with the Clippers that he did with the Lakers. The problem's either going to be with LeBron and AD as the leaders of the team not somehow finding a way to make it work with Russ. It's going to be on Rob Palinka for having done it in the first place. It's going to be on Vogel slash Ham for not having found the way to make it work with Russ. But unless, you don't think it'll stick to Russ if he if Russ if Russell if if he look let's just call it what it is. He's going to be exactly the same guy he's always but been. That's he's my not point. going to show up to be a different guy. That's my point. If it works with the Clippers <laughs> without Russ fundamentally changing, the one guy you can't blame it on is Russ. He's the one guy you can't blame now, now it on. I'm even more intrigued. <laughs> you know what I, do you understand more, what I mean? I, yes, I understand the logic, but I don't know when is the last time a sports fan was logical. I'm right? just saying he's going to be like, look, man, I did my thing. And nobody got in my way. Blame the people that got in my way. Don't blame me. They've got 23 games, the Lakers do. The most important 23 games of LeBron James's career to figure this whole thing out. Um, the, more you, I mean, the more I listen to that, the more that feels like, hey, guys, this ain't my most important 23-game stretch. This is your most yeah. important 23-game stretch. And I'm telling you right now, I need you to be at your best because me just going out there and being at my best clearly has not been enough. Yeah. Oh, he's he is putting everybody on notice as well he should because they don't have time to screw around. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. that they, They've been on notice for a long time. They, they've been – they've 
two and ten was a pretty good time to get your ish together. Yeah, but you know what though? They were playing hard. It's not like like last year's team phoned it in a lot. Last yeah. year's team, you could tell, stopped believing in themselves early. Like this year's team played hard. It's not like they were indifferent to their situation. No, they haven't been dogging it. They, no. they, they have not. But they also and again this this group we've seen what two or three games now. It just hasn't been enough. We'll see. We'll, they look we'll better. See. It look, couldn't look worse it's true. <laughs> from what they had. It couldn't have looked worse. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. All right, so among many topics gets discussed at the NBA All-Star Game, uh, expansion is always one of those topics. Adam Silver says... They're not really getting ready to do anything until post uh, the new TV deal, new CBA, and everything that comes along with that. Um, but LeBron reiterated that he would love, quote, would love at some point down the road to own an NBA franchise. And he mentioned Las Vegas. He mentioned the Aces and the Raiders. And then he thought that the Kings were in Las Vegas, which it's actually the Golden Knights. And we'll all forgive LeBron getting his hockey teams confused. It does seem inevitable that the NBA is in Las Vegas. And why not have LeBron James as at least a, a partner in a group to own that team? Look, once societal attitudes shifted on gambling the way they have right now, it makes sense for every league to have a team in Vegas. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about the A's moving oh, to Vegas. Oh, that feels inevitable, too. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is a global tourist city. It's a place that loves sports. Yep. Like, it, every single team, it seems like, that has moved to Vegas – this has worked. Have you been to a, a, a Raider or a Knights game? No. So I, I've not been to a Raider game, but I have been to a, a Golden Knights game. In Vegas? Yeah. It's amazing. It is It is an amazing show that they put on, and it's super on brand for Vegas. It's super Vegasy, but they're in Vegas. Right. Why not? It, and it was one of those, you're looking around going, what took, and you're, the gambling, obviously, but once somebody said, I don't know, let's put it in there anyway, it's a gold rush, yeah, right? I, I would, if I were a baseball team that was looking to leave, that's not the A's. I'd be beating them to the punch. The, there's going to be an NBA team. There's going to be a major league baseball team, and whether you have local fans or not, almost doesn't matter because, and they will. The Knights have fans. The Raiders have fans. But you're going to get people that just for something to do that night, that's a great thing to go yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, it's my understanding, too. The city loves the Aces. Yeah. Like, the Aces do really well over there. I, I mean, they won a championship. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, they you will find support there. It makes a ton of sense. And LeBron has all but announced, I'm going to own that team. <laughs> It'd be hard to tell him no at this point. I also like the quote, the part of the quote where he says, uh, "The Golden Knights, yes. The Kings are in LA, right? Oh, two Kings in LA. Got it." He was just waiting to say yeah, that. Yeah, he had that line locked. In yeah, it's that, a, that, that was a one LeBron per yeah, usual. That, that's that sounds like LeBron. It just uh, you know what needed a better setup. Yeah, the setup was clunky. You can't get the Kings 
Eh, never mind. I'm not going to dignify it with the conversation. Um, well, you also just don't set it up by making it sound like you don't know where the hockey team is. Like, it just right. needed a better setup. Right. And not the team that you share right. a building with along the way. Um, you're the right person to talk to this about because I do love the Kamenitsky theory that everybody that plays with a Laker gets a statue. It's not, mm-hmm. not what we see out there with Jerry West and Magic yes. and Kareem and Shaq. Yeah. But you get one. Yeah, uh, Brian and I on one of the older incarnations of our podcast, not the current one, Locked on Lakers. Where can, can I find that? Uh, anywhere you get podcasts, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Is there Spotify. a YouTube component? There is actually a YouTube component, and thankfully, Whoa. a lot of people have been visiting lately. That's good. Um, we, had a, we used to have this thing that we called the statue game, and the idea was every Laker, if you ever played, even if you played a, like on a 10-day contract, you would get a statue, but... The placement of your statue and the size of your statue would be reflective of your time as a Laker. <laughs> like, you know, um, somebody that was like a Vander Blue on a 10-day contract, yeah. he has like more of like a figurine-type statue. <laughs> like a chess piece? Yeah, that's in like... Oh, where's know, Waldo? You'd go on, find him. Yeah, it's like in Ontario. Kobe's statue would be like center court, and you play around it inside Staples. Okay, so with that in mind, Shaq was talking about this over the weekend about LeBron and whether or not he should get a statue with the Lakers. Quote, LeBron is one as a Laker. He broke the all-time scoring record as a Laker. Would I oppose him having a statue? No, I would not. If they want to give him a statue, I would be down with that. LeBron, look, who's so, I mean, Shaq has one. Jerry West is out there. Kareem, Magic. Magic Kobe. Is Kobe have the statue he yet? He will. But yeah, okay. I mean, but, I'm, I'm counting him as having yes, a statue. Okay, so we'll put, so they have fu- Chick, so Chick. six. Am I forgetting anybody? Is there an Elgin? Yeah, there is an Elgin. Is yeah. there an Elgin? Yeah, so seven. There, I'm 95% sure there's an Elgin. So seven. LeBron James spent the glory days of his career elsewhere, in Cleveland and in Miami. But Shaq, what he's saying is he did win a championship. He did break the record. Who yeah, knows what's coming next? Does Shaq get one in not the Kamenetsky model, but in the more traditional model? Does LeBron get one, you mean? Yes. What, what did I say? You said Shaq. Oh, yeah, LeBron. Okay. LeBron feels borderline. and It does, doesn't it? If Wilt doesn't have one, then... LeBron, yeah, yeah, I mean, Wilt is actually a decent comp for LeBron's time as a Laker. You know, just one championship. Wilt had a lot more winning than LeBron's had. Like, I get the idea of retiring LeBron's number. Oh, that's happening for I, sure. I get that. You know, he's LeBron. He did break the all-time scoring record as a Laker. There's also the politics of it. You know, his involvement with Clutch. You're going to want to continue that. Like, I get that. A statue feel. I'm being honest. A statue feels forced it, it, for LeBron. It feels forced. Is inter- I, it feels unnecessary. It, that his time here didn't. So far. So far, look, if he wins another one, then we're probably having a different discussion. But if this ends with him winning a championship and finishing his career here over the next two, three, four, however long it may take, you look at those other guys, he's different. He He's a better basketball player than most of those guys, but he's not a greater Laker. Then This is not a shrine to the NBA. This is a shrine yeah. to the Lakers. And I don't know if his tenure here so far is on a par with any of those other guys yeah it, what you don't want to do is build the statue for somebody that people feel either doesn't deserve it or that's just weird like remember when de la hoya yeah. got his statue and the the immediate reaction was what why like 
Why is Oscar De La Hoya have a statue in front of then Staples Center? I believe, and this may be different now, I don't think he ever had a fight there. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think he ever had a fight it, at Staples Center. It was Center. bizarre. And like you don't want that type of reaction, especially for somebody like LeBron, who it's like, it's not. he's had plenty of honors. Like LeBron has been properly feted over the course of his that, career. That, what's the word, Andy? Emily, help me out with this. You're good at giving me my words. I, I it's, it's performative. It's not. It, it's you know what it there's is? something about it that doesn't feel authentic to his time here. It's more of a lifetime achievement award that could be placed anywhere. It's Mean Girls. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Like <laughs> at at some point. <laughs> We don't need to make the LeBron era greater than it was. Like, LeBron is every bit as great as he was made out to be. But the era with the Lakers so far has not been what people expected or hoped for. Like, if we're being honest about it. Yeah, oh, it's been less than. Right. Whatever the expectations were, we are short. It doesn't mean LeBron has been less right. than necessarily, but the era the results. has been. Yes. The, the results of the team have been less than. He deserves one in Cleveland, I think, if, if you're going to put Absolutely. them in one place. Look, you could make an argument that Miami even though too. he was yeah. there for a very brief period of time in Miami, you go to the finals four for four, you win two. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, sure. I mean, that doesn't seem far It makes much more yeah. sense in Miami and Cleveland than here. Oh, yeah, well, Cleveland, that's that's happening for sure. James Dolan. Emily, help me out here because Andy and I, happily married <laughs> men. Um, James Dolan is on an, a dating app called Raya. Is that what it's yes. called? Yes, so Raya is a dating app that is for the rich and famous. So okay. it's for, you kind of have to you have to prove a lot of things. There's a lot of hoops you have to get into in order to, jo- to join it. And so James Dolan is separated and he is trying to find love again. So his description on the Raya app is, I have a job, all my hair, love kids, and done making them. Sober 29 years and still learning. I can probably beat you at Wordle, Backgammon, or Gin Rummy, and I have a lot going on, but always have time for a friend. Is that an appealing profile? Does that, I think does the that... idea, the money that James Dolan has is the appealing part okay, of the profile. Okay, but let's let's just say this shows up <laughs> on a non-Raya dating app. This is on, uh, what? give me one. Uh, Bumble. Bumble, yeah. match. Okay, yeah. is this, does that make you go... Well, personally, okay. I'm not really that into guys who have kids, just because okay. my, my age group... Um, so I don't know if but I would he's wanna... done making them. Yeah, I know he's more. done making them, but you probably have His children. Children are grown. Like you're not going to be babysitting James Dolan's kids. Well, I don't know that <laughs> if I don't know anything about James Dolan going they'll into They'll just this. be older than her. <laughs> yeah, they'll be babysitting you, Emily, not the other way around. I don't have a huge problem with this, other than I want to know why James Dolan needs a dating app to meet people. That's the part also, that seems bizarre to me. I also don't care for backgammon, backgammon or gin rummy. I'm not like a huge game person, so. Uh, that would have me swipe left, but, you know. Andy. There's someone out there. Wordle, Backgammon, and Gin Rummy. Which of those three are you best at? Um, I have never played Wordle. It has been decades since I've played Gin Rummy. I sort of know how to play Backgammon. I Probably Gin Rummy, but I'm I'm not good at any of them. I think I played Backgammon every day for like three summers in a row with my brother and stuff. And if you put a board in front of me, I couldn't even tell you the rules right now. It's been 40 years since I played. 
I don't really know how to play any of those games. Jim Dolan could hook us up with it. There should be. There needs to be something about the Knicks in there. And worst NBA owner well, in history, not <laughs> no, named I Donald Sterling. What about his, his band? Doesn't even mention. Yeah, JD in the straight shot. Is that what it's called? Yes. I think the picture. He has a picture of him playing in the band. I think like uh, when the article that I was reading had like some of the pictures that were chosen. One of them was a poor dad selfie. Uh, I'll let Travis whoa, Rogers. Whoa, whoa. Take it easy. Uh, and then another one. Well, you don't want to make me mad. Uh, <laughs> the other one was the music. Uh, the band. He one. does like. Uh, Facial recognition technology. That is a bizarre story. <laughs> yes, it is. That is a really fascinating. For those that don't know, the, they're in litigation with somebody over something, and they have used facial recognition software to ban anyone that works for that company from entering MSG. And and apparently, so and Adam, please, please. Adam Silver was asked about it during the All Star game. He says, "Listen, all that we can do is that they're in compliance with local laws, and apparently they are. So we can't really." twist their arm but you could be the janitor at this company and they went through the company directory put all the faces into the thing wow. and some lady got stopped at the door and said you can't come in here and it's like well, why did, what are you talking to you don't you work for this company she said yes she's a, you are she was not wow. even part of this lawsuit not even part of the suit yeah i'll tell you this much though you know when they say we're banning this fan forever now, now it means something. It actually means something. You can, using facial recognition, pick that guy out and make sure he doesn't get back into the arena. I'm putting this in here just because I know that Chris loves this. Columbo premiered on this day oh, in 1968. Such a great show. So, such a great show. Peter Falk, yes. Peter Falk. Mm-hmm. So here's a great story about Peter Falk, uh, who was actually a, just an unbelievable actor. And everybody knows him for Columbo, but did a bunch of other stuff. So if you watch an episode of Columbo, and they come across every once in a while, uh, he's always looking down. He's always, he's always thinking, looking down. The reason was he couldn't hit his marks to save his life. <laughs> and so that's why so many of his scenes, he's like looking in a downward a way while he's thinking. He's looking for that X. That's where I'm supposed to be. There you go. Happy Columbo Day to everybody. Let's do a little super cross talk. All right, Momo will be here in a few minutes. I just saw That's her on TV standard, a minute Momo. ago. That's standard, Momo. I'll be yeah. there in a few she, minutes. She gets, look, she's a star. She gets here She'll when she gets here. She'll look great today because she did TV. I, yep, and she's going to be ready to go. She'll be feeling good about herself. I'm happy about that. So I asked you um, during the stager there. Yes. I believe that's not, an, a, technically not the, an igniter, not imaging. Stager. It's a stager, yes. I believe, if I have it right. Emily gets up this morning, okay. goes outside. Yep getting ready to go to work okay. and notices that her her driveway is blocked by another car yeah, not I hate not that. not somebody in her house so she can't get out of she the can't driveway. get out okay she gets frustrated is that the proper emotion that you were dealing yeah, with angry angry frustrated mm-hmm. physically pushes the car out of the space so she can back her own vehicle out of the driveway that sounds like a very fishy story <laughs> You have the ability to push a car. Was, was the car in neutral? Because then you can push it. I didn't investigate. So I don't know about the neutral or the car stuff, but okay. all I did was move it. You so can't push a car that's what I'm if it's saying. in park. That's what I'm saying. But if it were in neutral, and not that it would be easy to move. But, but you could but, roll it. But once you get it moving, it's going to, because I've been to her place and it's on a flat street. There's no incline. So the car would just sit there, but once you kind of get it rolling, but who parks could, their car in neutral? That's the other. Question. My th- my theory was that the person did this because the person also had hit some garbage cans before parking the car oh, in front of the driveway. Friday, actually, <laughs> I hit some garbage. Well, cans. my theory garbage was day. this person had been drinking. Okay, and left their car accidentally in neutral. Uh huh. Just got out of the car and left, 
and that's why the car was in neutral so Emily could do it. It's either that or just superhuman strength. <laughs> it's like you're saving a child and you've <laughs> mom's lifting that's what she said, the car. Super mom strength. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, more of it, I think it's more the the Hulk angerness of it all. Oh, so, yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. Watch around for like <laughs> don't make Emily angry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Camera rays and stuff like that. <laughs> it's like yeah. baby Superman. Yeah. yeah. She. So we we're doing Factor Cap today, mm-hmm. and, and she sets up sets it up with that story, and I guess when she was done hurling the car out of her way (laughs) that she wrote a note like hey don't block my driveway i'm gonna get you towed next time and her factor cap was should i have left the note we're like andy and i're like hold on a second you moved a car with your brute strength that's the you're bearing the the lead emily (laughs) right right uh of course you leave a note or worse i leave no so so the way my house is set up is that there's stairs that go up to the house and you park. I think you've been there. I have. You park on the street. And I hate it when somebody parks directly in front of the stairs. And I will often leave a note saying, dude, keep the is stairs it, open. But it's not a driveway. It's just, it's legal to park there, it's right? It's legal, but not right in front of my stairs, okay. not directly in front of my stairs. Yeah. What but does it the does note piss say? me off. Um, it says, <laughs> do you open it with dude, please, dude, <laughs> dude, please, please leave room for me to walk up my damn stairs. See, I would be worried about if you had the reprisal. Yes. Walk yes. up my, st- now I know where you live. Correct. This is not just some random note that if this is a bad guy, yeah. now I'm in a, a, a turf war. Now I occasionally park badly and, uh, it's all street parking in my neighborhood and, uh, I will occasionally get a note that says, please pay attention to the pretty flowers because I park right up uh, on the uh, side of the road and there are flowers everywhere. So I'll occasionally You're park running in over them. somebody's garden. I'm running over somebody's <laughs> garden. And I'll occasionally get that note. And I don't. I know who it is. I don't plan any uh, reprisal. Well, but you're a decent human being. Correct. They're, the world is filled with the yes, other. It is. What if the person that's parking in front of your stairs is the exact same person that's upset that you're parking on the flowers <laughs> oh, and you're yeah. just leaving each other oh, notes. Oh, it's, it's a turf war. Yeah. It's a turf war. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I, you know, we put in this security system uh, that is, honest to God, it's it must be like Tom Cruise could get in if he did the Mission Impossible thing because <laughs> there are lights everywhere. And I trigger this thing nonstop. <laughs> and no matter where I go, it's all of a sudden... Inside the house? In the house. It's like, I, I forget to turn it off, leave it on. I haven't had a security system. But it really is like the tightest security system you could get. Dude, has it gotten to the point where when it goes off, you just assume that you've tripped it I, and that there's I not an intruder? It was me. Although I do have a baseball bat in the bedroom, as I've recently told the the world. Yeah, well, that feels right. Yeah, just a baseball that bat. feels right. We have one. In the bedroom? Yeah. I have a baseball bat in the bedroom. Yeah, I think I think everybody should. Um, like, I don't care what they take. I mean, if somebody breaks in and sets off, if if Tom Cruise comes down and the wires, <laughs> in, in the wires and he sets off the emergency system, then I I won't go out there unless the guy comes after me, right? Yeah, you're in defense mode at right, that I'm point. In defense, you're not just, going on offense. I, I Then the bedroom becomes a, uh, a safe room. Right, so the bats. So it's your panic room. It is. It's the panic room. Exactly. I picture a big wheel in the door. These big, exactly. And the things slide into the door jam. But you got to make sure though that Juan and both dogs, yes, are inside. One oh or yeah, two. Juan and uh, Juan and Ron, and uh, Sophie. Juan, yeah, you, Ron, and Sophie. Because then, otherwise, you got to go out there with the bat. 
Correct. Then you got to go on offense. Yeah, and exactly. That, you don't want to have to do exactly. that. Exactly. Um, so we came up with the Travis Lee team name for our pickleball oh, squad. Nice. Do you and uh, have one? Do you have a partner yet? Actually, yet? we are going to introduce my partner officially at two o'clock. That person will Ooh. join us at two. Oh, okay. So, and we'll announce the name at the same so time. So you're going to do partner and name reveal simultaneously. Exactly. Two okay. o'clock today. So what? What name did you go with? So one of our uh, listeners, TFP, came up with Pick Van Exel. Okay, oh, I like that. which which isn't bad because sure. pickleball Slee is the world's biggest Laker fan yes, and all this thing, but it kind of left me out of it, right? Yeah. So Mario heard what we read yep. for Pick Van Exel and tweaked it to Thick Van Exel. That's great. I like that. That's not great. bad, right? I like that. So I think yeah. we're going Thick Van with double C's at the end. That Emily Wright at T H I C C. Yes. Yes. Thick now, Van Axel. You'll be listening at two o'clock today, right? Because I know sure. you are a religious listener to the show after you leave here, right? Religious may be a step too far, Is but it? a frequent listener. Yeah. Yes. Now Slee never listens. <laughs> Slee never listens to anything. He is he's like an island. Like nobody else exists. See, I he think... doesn't listen to any other shows on the station. I think that's all an image. I think Slee listens all day, every day. I, he want, he wants you to think that he does wrongly disagree. Yeah, I I really don't think that's true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's a speculative theory that I don't think holds up. Yeah, okay. upon uh, having spent some yeah. a lot of time with Al over the last year and a half, couple of years, I don't think your theory holds no. up. Because okay. I listen to all, I like all the shows on the station. Uh, I and I'll text you guys. I'll text. Yeah. Uh, I always want to play Factor Cap. Nobody ever invites me to play Factor Cap. Play tomorrow. I I love Factor Cap. Play That's tomorrow. My favorite part of your show. Want to play tomorrow? Yeah, absolutely. Right. You're in. I'm in. You're in. Awesome. Emily, make sure that there are at least one May specific Factor Cap tomorrow. Okay, sounds great. I'll right, put deal. them in. Hey, Momo. Hey, Momo. I'm upset with you guys. About? Somebody told me that The Last of Us is something I have to watch. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. good. I haven't seen it yet. Haven't Don't! It it's so scary. This is, is not what I want to watch before bed. Amazing. So scary guys, and like good scary? I watched scary? 13 minutes of it and it was freaking riveting. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm turning this off. I need to go to bed and there's no way I'm going to be able to sleep with this sort of like pandemic fungus it's that's going to take over everybody's so, body and kill us all. Have like, you, have you seen why the, would you tell me to watch that before bed? Uh, the Last of Us, I think, <laughs> is, is the best show on TV right now. It uh, is about... Nope. A fungus that grows inside people and turns Emily them into zombie-like creatures with nope. sort of broccoli heads. What Is that fair nope. to say broccoli or cauliflower I heads? Stuff like I, that flowers. I think it would be more of like a flower. I, I would, Momo, I never said to watch before bed. I would suggest well, that's when I watch TV. <laughs> the rest of the time, there's like four-year-olds running around. And there are several episodes that are infectedless, like that are that yes. involve no infected. So I would say, honestly, you can go straight to episode hang, three. Yeah, okay, hang on. Okay, uh, episode three is the best. Is, worst is that the Nick Offerman night. episode? Yeah, episode three is the Nick Offerman, Murray right. Bartlett episode, and is one of the best hours of TV I've okay, seen in a long time. Can I skip one and two with totally all the scary can. pandemic totally stuff? Totally can. Right? My, you can watch that as a standalone. Oh, totally. And yeah. then right, maybe if you like it, then go back. My son said, that, that episode that you're talking about, that's episode three? Episode three. He said it's the saddest episode of television he's ever seen in his entire life. So I was told, oh, you're going to cry. You're really making me want to watch yeah. it now. You're going to cry when you see one of these yeah. episodes. I'm like, I'm not going to cry. And especially now that I know it's coming, I'm not going to cry. Bald really? at that episode. It is such a great, great... Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett, both fantastic in that. But you should watch that as a standalone moment. You okay. would love it. Because I tried. I was like, okay, I need a new show. I finished my Danish political thriller. 
And I, I it was so good. Oh, so Borgen. obscure. Oh, Danish it political it's thriller. It's called Borgen. It's basically like the West Wing, but in Denmark. It's really good. It's very well written. Borgen? You know, and there's all these actors that ended up being in Game of Thrones later. Sidza, she plays the four, I can't say her name. The guy who plays Euron Greyjoy. Uh, she was a, a, the one who played. They haven't seen Game of Thrones. Okay, all right. I yeah, like, they're not Game I of Thrones like people. I like political thrillers, no. though. I'm in on that. If it's yeah, like it's if really it's West good. Wing adjacent, it's I'll, like West Wing, and you learn all I'll about do that. Wait, hold on. This Why are you really rolling your eyes, Mace? I'm really Danish it West now. Wing. I'm in for that. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah, me? I like no. that. Travis, Travis, it, you're going to learn all about the parliamentary system. Oh uh, yeah, you need a majority. Yeah. That's all I know. You want to be in government? Sounds my my mind is going numb. Real quick, before I want to do two minutes on Russell Westbrook, but before yeah. we get to that, did we ever get an answer on Michael Jordan getting five a game? Oh, I didn't get an answer. Okay. He never wrote back. Okay. You're right. I, I, need to, I need to follow up. Michael Jordan never wrote back? No, no, no. I texted <laughs> You his texted old, his Michael Jordan? Yeah, his old trainer. I just really wanted to be confirmed. Right. Is in my, you wanted to be my right. right? I wanted my rightness confirmed. I'm going to have to just call him. Mace and I don't buy it. No, I don't no, buy it at all. Ramona and I are... On the other side. Yeah. No. On the other side. All right. Um, Russ is a clipper. It had been rumored for a while. Apparently, it's a done deal. Yep. They're going to put him in the starting lineup, according to The Athletic, at uh -huh. least. Uh, at some point. There's not, it's right. Not, not right out of the gate. But he couldn't even start for us, and we is, were terrible. This is my point. <laughs> this is – I'm not saying I'm not – in, intrigued? Yeah. I'm, I'm, intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm for oh, sure. I think it's it's going to be fascinating. Are you not entertained? That. I mean, but that's yeah. why I'm here, Ramona. Yeah. It's more, okay, let's see what this looks like yeah. rather than I think they got a lot better. Yeah, no, I think it's tick, tick, boom. When is that thing going to explode? So tick, I tick, boom. Little, I got a little NBA insider content for you today. Ooh, yeah. How they talked themselves into Russell Westbrook. Mm. Well, that. that is interesting in and of yeah. itself. Did it require, Are you not but Did it require talking themselves into it? Yeah. Okay, because there's been a lot of public lobbying for the guy, and this is a team okay. that very publicly has seemed to so want a point I best, guard. I think the best way to put it is there was public lobbying like from, obviously, from Paul, Paul George. George, right, and Marcus Morris. And then Ty Lue uh, was involved in, in these conversations. Well, obviously, he couldn't publicly say anything. He has to do a buyout first. Um, but Lawrence Frank and the front office there, like there was a sort of... <sighs> Let's take a look at this. Like when you have the, your your best basketball minds who are on the court and and they feel strongly about this. Let's take a look. And there, I think that they had conversation with Russell Westbrook over the last week or so, where they got themselves to a place where they felt like, okay, he 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 buys into the role. He knows what we expect of him. We feel like he's he's walking into this with the right mentality. Yeah. To which I would say. I heard a lot of the same things from Darvin Ham and Bingo. Rob Palenka and, and LeBron, but that's why this is an interesting situational experiment. Well, he's so an he's an easy player to integrate into your team. <laughs> <laughs> As that's I like true. to say, so, he's you know the, what though? Like, yeah. there is a human dynamic. Well, and he to seems this. flexible in his thinking. Oh what? yeah, very <laughs> flexible. Yeah, he's malleable. Right, he's the least blendable okay, player in the yes, entire yes. NBA. I'm gonna say this. He blended with Paul George. They have done it before. When he came to L.A., he had never played with LeBron or A.D. before. I actually think he found a little synergy with A.D. at some point. He did, actually. This year. Not really with LeBron. But Darwin got him to play a little defense. He embraced that six-man role. But they, he has history with Paul. And they figured it out once. And so this will be really interesting to see if how much situations and personalities actually matter here. Because he is kind of exactly what they need. Well, like he, he, they've needed a point guard. They've needed a little extra edge. A little there's extra more. There's much pop. more spacing on the floor yeah. for Russell Westbrook than there was with the Lakers. Like yeah. there are on paper reasons that you could talk yourself yeah. into 
why, if nothing else, the Clippers are interested. And the, and the reality is, like the idea of locker room issues or whatever, it's not a risk. They can just cut it. Well, that that's like, the one like, part of it low that risk. makes me think, okay, why not? Is you could literally bring him in, and if it's you, you see the train come down, the, this is a disaster, you move on from it. Well, you, the just, other, you, you immediately move the on. The other thing, does Russ have you know 23 games to be on the money for them in other words is he going to be on it i don't want to say best behavior but you know what i'm saying is he's not going to cause any problems i don't think but it's not like he causes problems in the sense of him just being you know out of his mind like Kyrie causes a certain type of yes, problem right? right he doesn't do that i agree it, with that. It, it, it's not that but his style of play causes problems with people his the, the way that he blends in with other people causes the problems or his refusal to do x y or z with the coaching or whatever that's been the issue going though those are the sorts of things that i don't you can tell me one thing i'm just going to go by what you've done everywhere yeah, you've been sure. and i'm going to assume that you're going to do it to me too yeah that doesn't sound like a great fit there are certain things that russ seemingly can't do as a player or refuses to do or maybe it's a little bit of both like, you know, the off-ball lack of movement. Mm -hmm. Maybe he doesn't feel comfortable as a cutter. Maybe he's uninterested as a cutter. Maybe he's uninterested in screening. Maybe he's yeah. a terrible screen. But, like, he's not a good finisher. Right. He's not, not a good anymore. finisher anymore. Yeah. Like, the, the bad he, shooter, bad finisher. He's not a good finisher anymore. No, but he, he got – there are moments – there are games when he was better. Like – like, but he's not I, consistently I'm good just, at it. Like, I will say this. Have you ever met somebody who – Hey, wait a, role, wait a minute. Whoa. Save it for the show? Yeah, hold some of this. All right. Why don't you sign up. out and then we'll, I'm fired up well, about we'll this. I kind of want to hear the rest yeah, of this. Yeah, and by the well, time you I get, get in your car, oh, well, two o'clock, you, you have me hooked. Two o'clock, <laughs> exactly. With the pickleball team name and the partner. Hey, and I want to hear the rest of that too. And let's get into Borg and you and me. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Borg sim, the sim, Borg and update. Is Do I tomorrow. need like an umlaut over the O or anything like that? No, no. It's all subtitled and dubbed. All right. Hook, You're good. Send me the name of the show. Four seasons. And I will definitely. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start it. I will avoid it. Super Crosstalk is powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Island coming up next.